Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CivCast. I am your host, Kyle, joined by my co-host, as always, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hello. How We are doing something different tonight. We are recording on a uh, Thursday night because of scheduling conflicts and stuff for the weekend. So it means everyone's going to get a little bit smaller of an episode, which is perfectly fine because we had a slow news week uh, when it comes to Civ. And thankfully, my awesome co-host here, Mike, you took the reins, you created a little bit of a show for us tonight, so I'm in the dark. You are going to be the leader of this, uh, you're going to be the captain of the ship, uh, <laughs> dodge icebergs, and get enough, um, get enough lifeboats for everyone on the ship. Uh, we won't need lifeboats where we're going, Kyle. We're going we're gonna to successfully get to where we need to go, but... Uh... Yeah, so, um, yeah, Kyle and I, like you said, we just had some scheduling issues for this weekend, so if any news breaks, if any major earth-shattering news breaks Friday the 7th or Saturday the 8th, we are not going to be able to talk about it. Um, instead, all we really have to talk about is some of the other Let's Plays that, we, that are put up in Russia. <coughs> Russia just got announced on Tuesday, and what do you think about them, Kyle? Off the bat. Uh, well, as we've talked about in the last couple episodes, I Russia was my um, like foundation Civ in Civ Five. Like that was always my go-to. Um, I'd, I'd branch out and play, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever else. But I would always go back to Russia at the end of the day. And this Russia missed the mark for me. Um, and and I don't want to like give too much away because we'll probably move into this. But their bonuses didn't really appeal to me highly. And um, actually, maybe the most irksome is, uh, I don't know, irksome is the wrong word, but his background, like Peter is known for building a navy for Russia, or at least trying to. He was a big shipbuilder. And in the background, you have all these deconstructed or half-built ships there, um, like in dry docks, but yet none of their bonuses apply to naval stuff, which I get as mm. a very landlocked power. However conflicting you know we got a, a ship heavy guy that has no ship perks yeah huh that's interesting i, I didn't notice the uh the background of his splash screen there I, um, it is right like i didn't i didn't make that up i hope russia no yeah yeah i just six. i just i'm on the wiki i just checked the uh um background yeah look at him staying there with half-built ships when i was in high school going into college like my big focus was russian history i just because it's not talked about so much i always found it so interesting and mm -hmm. my interest always started like after peter typically but he's really known for westernizing russia like his whole thing was getting saint petersburg to be a window to the west whereas you know the the eastern parts of russia were kind of considered backwater barbarian type people um and like muddy peasants and such um, you know, his, his focus was really to modernize it, to catch up with the rest of the world. And like, you know, we just said, yeah, looking at this picture here, there's some beautiful backgrounds of, of ships being constructed and yet no payoff. No ships. Yeah. So these Russia's bonuses are okay. So their civilization bonus is that founded cities begin with additional territory akin to the Shoshone and Civ five. And additionally, Tundra Tiles provide plus one production and plus one faith. Now, I think that that is the biggest uh, bonus that Russia could possibly have, right? I mean, plus one faith, if you can work a Tundra Tile turn one, like say you have a bonus resource on it, perhaps, mm -hmm. be able to get the food out. I mean, you're going to be able to get a Pantheon into a religion much, much earlier. But other than that, that's really, 
that's really only their saving grace, in my opinion. I mean, the the leader ability the, is called the Grand Embassy. Uh, trade routes to civilizations with more techs provide uh, Russia with science, and trade routes with more civics provide them with culture. So, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on that right away? Because this one, to me, like, I didn't know. I, I actually had to rewatch this part of the video because I was like, "Huh, what?" Yeah, it was kind of confusing the way that the way that the um, the narrator worded it in the video was kind of confusing at first. So basically, if you if it's similar to Civ Five, but presumably they give more science and more uh, more uh, culture. So you'll get more science and more tech if other nations uh, have discovered more than you, right? Which is cool as a catch-up mechanic, but it's not going to be substantial enough to really change the game. Uh, I, I guess perhaps maybe late game if you're trading with civs that are all more advanced than you. But if it's late game and every civ is, you know, have, has discovered more civics or techs than you, then you're in a bad position already. Right. I like your I word catch-up mechanic. That's a very good word for what I was struggling to say. Like, um... But but here's a question immediately. Uh, if okay, so it, it specifically it's saying receive science or culture from trade routes to more advanced civilizations. Mm -hmm. So can that mean because you know our culture tree is now pretty much the same as a science tree? Does that like what's the cutoff to more advanced? Um, I think it's just more uh, more civics, like more civics research. Hmm. Well, okay, so, so my immediate question is, looking at the science tree, uh, we talked about how you can kind of get isolated in certain sections of the tree. Like, you could go heavy into, like, engineering and stuff like that without really picking up naval stuff for a very long time. Yeah. Wh what's the cutoff there? So, like, if they're more advanced in one area, but I'm not, or is it just a cumulative bonus? I guess my thought is, I need to see it in further detail to really get yeah, it. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see if it's, if by behind they mean uh, total text discovered less. Mm -hmm. So like if, uh, if one, uh, if, if Russia went hard military and then other people went more like Navy stuff, like more top of the tech tree, would he not get any bonuses or is it based on number of like the tech difference? So for example, say I have, two military techs and you have uh, three three other like economic techs or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Do I get one bonus uh, bonus science because you're uh, technically ahead by one or do I get three because I don't know them, right? Yeah. I, is, is it based on like specific techs or civics or is it based on total number? Interesting. Yeah, I'm very interested to see it play out. I mean, I guess th this one, though, to, to kind of use the example we just talked about there, you know, it, it does fit with Peter the Great, um, the whole idea of, like, catching up to the rest of the world. Like, I was just on that monologue about there forever. Um, yeah, it works. Mm -hmm. That works. I can see that. And, you know, like I was saying, if you skip Navy or something, and you were saying going heavy, it, you know, if, if Russia goes heavy military, but we kind of skip... Uh, like land military, I should say, and we skip naval stuff. You know, you could always catch up to that whenever. Uh, well, I guess thanks to the the Grand Embassy perk. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm I don't lukewarm. Know. Very it, it lukewarm. Oh, definitely lukewarm on the, on Russia. Um, because I, I almost would like to see 
a bigger bonus if, like, say, like trade routes. What they showed in the video was like one or two uh, science and culture per route, which is pretty much nothing, right? Right. right. In the long run, it's not really going to matter. I mean, over the course of the whole game, what are you talking about? Like one tech being researched, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> depending on what uh, trade routes you send to, and you might not; those might not be the most lucrative trade routes. Right. right? They might be. So you might be losing in gold and have to catch up the other way. It's just it's just a mess. I would like to see something where if Russia um like declares friendship or like has a declaration of friendship or has a joint war with someone, then perhaps they get like passive science, like plus fifteen percent science or something like that, if they're more advanced. That would be right? cool. Yeah. Like make it more active because this and make it stronger. So it'd be harder to do that. It'd be harder to make friends with someone, but uh, it'd be a more powerful bonus. So, like, if you stick to a country, or if you stick with a country for a long time, that's a that's a big science power. Uh, you'll be able to keep up in the long run. But as it stands right now, it's just just weak. Yeah, uh, we we talked. Um, we were we were texting about this earlier in the week whenever Russia first came out, and one of the things I said to you was, I kind of wonder if Russia, in a way, got nerfed for this game just because they had been. Uh, kind of such a powerhouse in the past. I mean, with that whole double strategic resources in Civ Five, I always thought that was that's very powerful. Yeah. You know, you go to the nuclear age and uh, the atomic age, I should say, and you can build nukes double. You know, because you have more uranium, yeah. and that's awesome. And it was honestly a lot of the reason why I liked them. They were a good safety net Civ. You know, if I was not in the mood for such a struggle or whatever, they were a good backup um, or a good easy thing to get into. But, yeah, this new one, I mean, hey, Fraxis, I love you guys. I just not feeling Russia. Oh, and, I'm not thrilled. Yeah. Def, def, definitely lukewarm. There might be and, tweaks to this down the road, too. We never know. You know, I, I don't really know what the post-game, uh, post-launch Civ is going to look like yet. Yeah, right. Um, let's see here. And they have a unique unit and a unique building. The unique unit is the Cossack, which is a mounted unit that replaces the cavalry. Apparently it has extra combat strength and can move after attacking, which is good, but I mean, it's good, but again, it doesn't have much staying power, right? I mean, the extra combat strength is nice, but once you upgrade it, it's not going to matter. You know, I mean, you'll have extra, you have stronger cav in the moment, but I don't know. Again, I'm just, I'm lukewarm. Uh, plus, didn't we just talk about in our last episode, um, who was it? Was it Samaria gets the war cart? And what was the other one? Arabia was the other one. Uh, maybe it was Arabia, the Mamluk. Yeah, Mamluk. They replaced the knight for Arabia, and they healed yeah. the end of every turn. Yeah. And they also get that extra move they get to move after the attack they just feel very much the same yeah yeah i just not even the same i just feel like the man looks just flat better it comes earlier and it heals after every attack i mean oh geez i mean yeah. it's, it's just it's just it's better it's just better you know i hear you and then their lavra is all right but from what i from what i gather or from what it, it's it's weirdly worded in the video, and it looks like all it does is that if a great person is used 
on a holy site with a lavra in it, mm -hmm. it, ex it expands the city's borders by one, by one tile. Oh. Which is, which is very weak. I mean, it's cool if you, like, if you desperately need a tile, but I, I can count on one hand how many times I'm in a tile race with another city next to me. Right. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I It's just, it's not selling me. Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. And, and, bes and besides, I mean, earlier in the game like that, you're going to, you're already going to have a big holy site up near your capital or in your one of your first three cities. And presumably if you're playing on a big, on a standard size map, you're not going to need to contest tiles in your first couple cities because they're all, they're going to be relatively isolated. Yeah. I mean, the only way I could see this being like really useful is if you pocket a bunch of great people, send them to a far away city, but then you'd have to buy up a, a holy site, buy a shrine in, uh, and then do wait hold on well okay w while you're looking at that i guess i kind of want to just say maybe to our audience and everyone else yeah that's fair i mean here's the thing it whatever if i'm not in love with russia and civ 6 that's totally cool with me i do have my sights set on a lot of other civs though which is all a very cool trade-off like i've been rambling non-stop about wanting to play england but also i want to do france and uh, and the Aztec, I'm looking through the list, China, Egypt. I mean, I already have my sights set on so many that whatever. If my old favorite Civ didn't really cut it this time, that's cool. I can deal. You know, I, I'm mistaken. The Lavra is a unique district that replaces the holy site. Oh, but right. But, but it, it, that's all it does, though. All it does is is the... To add a city's uh, a new tile to the city when a uh, great person is uh, uh, expended on it, but I mean, and then I mean, there you go. I mean, it's not not only is it just a building, but you have to build. You have to take. You have to use one of the district slots in a city to build this thing. And if it's going to be on the border, you're going to want districts for other things like uh, an encampment. So if you have to build an encampment and this holy site, I mean, you're already down two, and with population caps being a thing, I, I just it, I, it seems like it's going to be a waste and not very useful. Yeah, I, I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's good. I, I yeah. I I mean, I my fingers are crossed for it. I want it to be great, but we'll see. We'll see. But um, you know, we talk a lot about what civs were interested in, and on the civ subreddit. There was a guy that asked four questions, Ooh. and uh, one of them was, "What civilization are you most excited to play as?" The number one answer was Rome, with about fifteen percent, followed by Russia, Norway, and then Arabia and Samaria tied for fourth and fifth. Now, it w was this thing post uh, post uh, post release of Russia? Yeah, he, uh, the I guess I should have figured it would be, but. You know. Yeah, there was the results were posted about ten hours ago. So Rome was number one. And then interestingly, question two was what civilization are you least excited to play as? It's Congo number one, followed wow. by America, RIP. And uh clearly no no American subredditors out there. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Number three is Russia. So it's number two on the most excited. Wanted? Yeah, and number three on least excited, followed by India and Scythia. 
Ah, I think that there's so. a problem with our system then. <laughs> I mean, they're the most second most uh, wanted and uh, very unwanted. Hmm. I don't know I don't know what the what the deal is on there, man. I mean, I just don't see a whole lot of value coming from Russia. No, neither do not not stacked against things like China's ability to rush wonders yeah. and Egypt, you know, and Egypt, France and uh, yeah, Rome. exactly. There's so many Okay, mm-hmm. so here's the thing. I, I'm still... This is probably the most excited I've been for a Civ game in who knows how long. Um, mm-hmm. And overall, I mean, I am hugely excited for... Uh, you know, hearing me talk on here, I sometimes worry that I sound like a down or like, oh, I don't love the game as much because I don't love this Civ. But overall, mm-hmm. this 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 new game has so many things I'm excited for, period, that, you know, like I said, Russia falling off my list of Civs I care about, no big mm-hmm. deal. Um, I mean, the thing is, they did add so many, uh, what seemed to me at least to be new perks. I mean, the, a lot of that, that continental fighting stuff that um, England and France get, and I think America gets, those Spain. bonuses, Spain, thank you, all, all those. Now, that seems cool to me. Like, those are ones that I'm uber excited to try. I can't wait to do it. But, you know, some of these units are starting to feel not so unique. We just, you know, compared the Mamluk to the, the Cossack and their fairly similar a, a lot of um and hey i understand you can't change history you're always gonna have samurais and stuff but um so many of these units the special units the unique units are exactly the same as like civ 5 which is okay but um some of these civilizations had room to expand and you know welcome in new unique units things that haven't really been done as much and i think that's an area that could have been expanded upon um, mm-hmm. But hey, you know, like the, they are really enabling this modding community from what we've heard. So basically, you're probably going to get whatever you want anyway, just from your friendly modding community. Here's me waving at our modding community out there. <laughs> Hi, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that will. Uh, I definitely think that mods are going to um, help this game. Uh, not that it needs it, but yeah, I think it's going to give the, the game a much longer tail than... Uh, some of the other games that are coming out, like Civ Five, has had. Um, unfortunately, though, uh, Beyond Earth it definitely had its tail cut out short because uh, lack of yeah. interest in mods. So, right, uh, it never pour, even pour got one to out do it. Yeah, yeah, pour, pour one, one out. out. For Beyond Earth. You're right. I mean, it never even got its expansion or like uh, its um it's, uh, mod packs or not mod. I keep saying the wrong word. Like map packs. There was only like that one thing of DLC to it. Yeah. You know, you guys, you've got to realize we are already signed up. If you're getting the pre-order, you are getting some extra, um, uh, you know, you're, you're already signing up for those, whatever they're releasing, the DLC packs that are coming our way. For the, for Civ 6? Yep. If you do the pre-order, you're already, I think, in for the first four or something like that. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I believe so. I don't want to be speaking out of turn, but I know when you, um... Civilization six. Everyone, yeah, I'm on here. Steam. Yeah, <laughs> go to your browser and search. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm pre-ordered for it. Let's see. Here. I believe I know that the the collector's edition one that I had was one of those things. It was, because mm-hmm. uh, I I think this one is. Sorry, everybody. This is great radio. As uh, great radio. Yeah. Okay, everyone, turn to page six in your <clears> textbook, <throat> and I'll be reading this section aloud. Um, pre-order for... Yeah, Iron I Man. just see, uh... Oh! Well, yeah, okay. I just see the Aztecs. I'm sorry. I, I lied. It is the, um, specifically the Digital Deluxe Edition. 
Mm-hmm. You get the full Civilization Six game, the 25, 25th anniversary digital soundtrack, four post-launch DLC packs DLC that packs. add new maps, scenarios, leaders, and civilizations, which mm-hmm. I don't even know if we talked about this on the show. I think we did in our first episode, but there, you know, that text that I just read clearly denotes that there is a difference between leaders and civilizations. So take that for what it is. Leaders for a bundle discount. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they've gone to lengths... They've gone to pretty good lengths talking about uh, leader abilities specifically in their uh, in their uh, reveal videos. So mm-hmm. I, I, although I don't know who's going <laughs> to be another uh, like Sumerian leader or Scythian leader. So yeah, who knows? Um, but, hey, hey, listeners that played Civ Four extensively and very well remember it because I don't. I played for probably a little while like it was probably longer than i can remember but i've mm-hmm. somehow blocked it out or forgotten mm-hmm. but i i think i don't know if we talked about this on air i see how bad my brain is this podcasting after hours everyone um yeah. but back in the day you know in civ 4 i do remember there were different leaders you could choose and their differentiating bonuses i think were super super small i think that's kind of the thing that mm-hmm. made them narrow that down in civ 5 i think the bonuses were Almost like, oh yeah, he gets five attack power to his units versus this other leader that gets whatever. And they they were like, whatever, kind of, you could forget them. But Mm -hmm. that's, I guess my point here is to say that in the past, we have had alternate leaders to choose from. So it wouldn't be unheard of for them to do it again in Civ Six, And it's something I'd be into. I'm down. Sign me up. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm totally okay with that. But um, this week has been exceptionally slow as far as news aside from russia mm-hmm. and now we're recording late right like we said before so we're, it's gonna be a little shorter but uh because we still have other things to talk about right sure it, we still have like great people to talk about we never really did um what else haven't we talked about we haven't really talked about units specifically or uh yeah, we haven't really talked about like units and different ways to fight, but right. or in, especially in like the later eras. But this time, I think we're going to play a game here. Oh gosh! And this is the first time Kyle has heard about it. Uh, so Kyle, I'm going to have you close out of your CivWiki okay. uh, web browser. Hey, okay. shout out to our friends CivWiki. Guess what? I had seven tabs of yours open. So. <laughs> Uh, take that to the bank and cash it, whatever. Okay, so I've prepared some questions okay. about uh, about um, specific abilities and leaders, leader uh, unique oh, units, gosh. unique buildings and stuff, and some hidden or some of the agendas, right? And I want to see how much you know about Ooh. or how much you know about the civs that have been released already. I like this game a lot. So I have I have five questions for three different types, right? I have easy, uh, uh, normal, and then hard. And uh, you're, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, yeah. <laughs> uh, chieftain, uh, prince, and deity. Got there it. You know. Got it. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to ask you about a sieve and <clears throat> I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to give you a little lead in and then you're going to give me the answer. All right. Okay. So here's, Here's here's some easy ones to get you going. All right. Ready. America, right? Led by Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, yeah. His leader ability is called the Roosevelt Corollary. What does it do? 
There's three, there's three aspects to it. To get credit, you got to give me at least two of them. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, okay. Well. Mm, and I can't see you on your computer. Right. right? So you I don't can't know, see you on your phone. This is, this is an honor system here. Kyle. Yeah. Well, system. don't worry, everyone. I'm, I'm staring off at uh, my other <laughs> like this, this Funko Pop sitting on my desk. There you go. Okay. Uh, okay, well, so from what I remember of Teddy, off the top of my head, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. also assuming this is his unique uh, leader bonus, because it's not a hidden agenda or anything like that. Cool. That That's right. right. This okay. is a, a leader bonus for Teddy Roosevelt. Well, I know that he does apparently get a fighting bonus on his own continent. I think that keeps yep, him in line with the carrying the big stick and protecting his hemisphere. Yep. That's one of them. I'll give you an additional bonus. Uh, additional half point if you can tell me how much combat strength he gets. Oh, ooh, I'm gonna say fifteen percent. Mm, is a flat plus five. Oh, now that's mm-hmm. interesting. I'm curious to see, and I'm not looking anything up. But what are France and England? Do they have more? I hope they have more. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, jeez, <laughs> we'll get okay. There. His other if our listeners mm, want to. Pl- our listeners are probably screaming at they you, but if you, if you guys want to play along. I'm keeping score for Kyle here. Yell at your score. computer screen. Yeah, yeah, no, yell. You, this is you. You have this podcast with you. I'm hope you hope you're at the library mm-hmm. studying or something. And that's right. And I've it. written down. I've written down a number. It's okay. my guess on how many you'll get right. Uh, I'm not. I'm well, not going to share that. I think yet, I'm already going to lose this one because it's okay. Well, um, what about what about Teddy Roosevelt? I'm going to give you a little hint. I what can, about Teddy Roosevelt specifically, like his history, his personal history. What did he do? Well, he was a rough rider, and I know they get their okay. unique cavalry unit from it. He gets, I think, rough rider units. Okay, he, there you go. Was that one of them? Does that count? Yeah, that counts. Oh. Wait, his, the, unique the units other count? bonus. Yeah, that's as part of his leader ability. It's uh, well, plus like, five combat strength on the home continent. Uh, Gain the rough rider unique unit with the rifling technology, and plus one appeal to all tiles with a natural park or national park. Excuse me. I do remember reading that, but there's no way mm-hmm. I would have gotten the, nat- the mm-hmm. national park thing. So I'm going to give cool. you, I'm marking it down. I got one point. All right. One point so far. Now <clears throat> we're going to move on to the Aztecs. Okay. They have a very specific um, warrior replacement. Yeah, they get the Eagle Warrior in this okay. game as compared to the Jaguar last. Okay, right? Man. They hit the what, Jaguar. What? What do they do? What do the Eagle Warriors do? Uh, uh, they have. I well, actually, I'm not sure this is Eagle Warrior alone, but there is that thing where I think if you shoot, you're supposed to capture units. I don't remember if it was barbarians, okay. and then they become worker builders for you. I think. I don't know if that's unit specific as compared to civ specific or leader. I'll I'll allow it. I'll allow oh, it. okay. If you d- defeated units become builders. It's not specifically um like barbarians or anything. Uh, yeah, not specifically barbarians. Okay. I couldn't I'll, I'll that. give it to you. Cool. I'll, I'll give Yay, it to you. Yay, points. Um okay. So, we're going to move on I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do any Russia today because we just kind of talked about them. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna do. Let's talk about Scythia. Okay. This is it. To get full credit, you're, you're gonna need to give me two things here. Oh boy. 
give me the name of the leader and the unique um, unit. Now, oh. the the leader uh, is kind of easy, but yeah. the unique the unique unit. Just tell me what it does. Uh, sh- that's Tamiris or Ta- Tamir- Tamaris, whatever you want to call her. Um, Tamaris Targaryen. No, yeah, no, no. there you go. There you go. There, get the Game of Thrones fans mad. Yeah. That's just what we need. My yeah. great. Um, okay, so yeah. that, and then she gets the uh, some sort of horse archer, and her bonus thing is that two of them spawn instead of one, I believe. Okay, I'll give it. I'll allow it. It's called the Saka Horse Archer. S A K A. Uh, base it does not require horses. That's the unique thing about it. But I'll give it to you because you I, said horse I think archers. We also talked about like almost no unique units in this game require uh, the, the resource. Now, okay, um, question for you, Ed Beach. If you are tuning into this lovely program, I believe in one of the live streams, um, uh, probably the last one that we went into in detail. I think that's when we use this as a springboard to talk about how certain unique units weren't going to require things. They weren't going to require materials, you know. So if it's a unique unit, it's not going to require iron or horses, etc. But in that video, they said, well, something, something about late game units, they might require something. But now that we have all the civs released, I didn't see any late. Do we have late game units? What did we get? Uh, I don't know if any of them required stuff. My question is, does oh, this lead see. us open? Uh, sorry, I, I, let's. we're going to get back to the game in a second. I'm wrapping this tangent up. But yeah, my point is, are we to expect some higher up, harder to get, further down the tech tree, unique units later on? Because that'd be cool. Interesting. We will... The contestant we will has turned the tables on the game. We will now see. the host has to answer the questions. <laughs> And if anyone see. for Fraxis would like to come on the game or come on the show and get grilled on this game, you are more than welcome to just send an email yeah. to Civcast at Civcastpodcast at gmail.com. Mm. Couldn't remember it. Okay. Next so, question. We're gonna get back here. Okay. The okay. This is about, this is regarding China. Ooh, okay. Yeah. The Chinese uh, leader is called Chin. I've I've learned this pronunciation. Chin Jur. Huang. The S-H-I is Jur. As far as I could tell. I could be butchering it. And um, one of their bonuses is regarding uh, well, I don't want to say it. Their civ ability has to do specifically with um, learning texts and civics. What is their civ ability? Oh, okay. Um, has to do with learning those. Let's mm-hmm. think. They get the workers building wonders bonus thing for the early ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, they okay. China big on education at the time. Lots mm-hmm. of writing of things. What is their bonus? They get the Great Wall. Uh, mm-hmm. It's their civ bonus. It is their civ bonus. Mm-hmm. It's called Dynastic Cycle. It's a hint. Oh, thank you. That helps. I remember the name. Okay, <laughs> Dynastic Cycle. Now that you say that, that, that rings a bell. Okay. Uh, and seeing as it's Dynastic Cycle, that makes me think that like every 
I'm, I am guessing because I don't remember, but I think it's like every couple years or what you know, whatever it is, every couple cycles, maybe it's civic something, they get a bonus to okay. stuff. I'm making it up. Um, that is incorrect. Dang. The they their inspirations in Eureka bonuses provide sixty percent the cost of their civics and techs instead of fifty percent. Oh wait, say that again. What's this now? So you know how when you get a Eureka bonus, you get minus 50% on your tech. Yeah. They get minus 60. <gasps> oh, so yeah, well, I didn't even know. I don't I wouldn't have guessed that cuz I don't think mm. I knew that. Mm, so I am going to not award the point. However, Ooh. I'll let you I'll let you earn it back. So, we're going to go to England. Oh. You, this this is your I'm sieve. I'm going to fail. Right? Sorry. This is your sieve though. I'm t- apologizing to her, not you. I'm going to mm, let her down. Mm, 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 mm. Interesting. So, what you're going to do, they have a unique district that replaces the harbor. The Royal Navy Dockyard. The Royal Navy Dockyard, that's right. Now, you're going to tell me, because they have uh, one, two, three. They have three special... Uh, attributes. Yeah, you got your you got your sea beggars, your unique uh, oceanic unit. You've got the no, red. No, no. I mean, oh. I mean the uh, the Royal Navy dockyard. Oh, what it what the, it does three special things. Yeah, it um, gives it? you an extra trade route if it's on a separate continent. It uh, gives a okay. flat two gold uh, extra for just having it. I think in general, okay. and the third one, I said mm-hmm. that said that. Uh. I'm going to say this. I don't think this this isn't... Oh, because this is strictly related to this one thing. So it doesn't have anything Mm -hmm. to do with the red coat, right? Because I know they get a bonus for settling a city. But I don't think that's related to the dockyard. It's just the Royal Navy dockyard. There's one other thing. Oh, it has great admiral points, if that counts. If that's what you're looking for. It's like plus one or two. Uh, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. The answer I was looking for was naval units built there have bonus movement points. Oh, you're right. They do. But I think mm-hmm. also, or am I wrong in saying that I think that that thing, it gives, they made a point of it having great admiral points. So mm-hmm. is it only that or do all harbors and stuff? And in the interim, I'm going to play this. We I don't know all. what this is. Fraxis, you might get mad at me. I don't know. I have a sound clip title england no that's not it dang it i was really hoping i had a sound clip that was gonna be her saying do you want to make a trade agreement with england (laughs) would you be interested in a trade agreement with england well there's your science little tone i have a culture tone too sorry for access you can Mm. yell at me sorry that was loud okay that's why i shouldn't press buttons on the podcast Mm. at night that's okay uh, so you you got four for five on the easy ones. Now we're gonna we're gonna ramp it up a little bit. We're gonna okay. ramp it up to medium. Okay. So Arabia, they have their civ ability called the Last Prophet, right? And they have a leader ability called Righteousness of the Faith. Okay. Okay. Between those two, between those two bonuses, they have uh, three special things. I want you to give me two of them. I don't know. Wait, can we repeat this whole question again? Okay, so bet- between so Arabia has yeah. an ability called the Last Prophet, and Saladin has a leader ability called Righteousness of the Faith. I don't know that one. Between, between those two uh, unique things, there are three bonuses you get. 
So between the two of them, there are three bonuses you get, right? What are they? Give me, t- uh, give me two. Oh, I think I'm only going to get one, and that's okay. that. Uh, a, the, I mean the. Uh, what they get the last profit? That's the last profit thing means if all the other civil, uh, religions have been founded, you get the last profit automatically, so you're guaranteed okay. a religion. But I think that's all I know when it comes okay. to the religious game. Mm. That's like my one okay. thing. Do you know any? Do you want to take a stab at Saladin's leader ability? No, I mm. forgot he was even a sieve. I think. Mm. Actually, I don't a know. Critical mistake. The uh, let's see. The worship building of Saladin's faith is cheaper, and they provide additional faith, science, and culture. Oh, look at that! All right, so I can't. I can't give it to you. That's fine. But, Would you be interested but, in a trade agreement with England? Look, I found oh, it. There it is. Okay. All right. So I can't give you that. All right, moving on. Back to China. They can build the Great Wall tile improvement. Yes. It, it gives it gives four things. Give me two of those things. Um. Mm, the great. This is the Great Wall tile improvement. You said. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess and say it does another sort of slow for barbarian or for anything like in your country. I don't know if that's correct or not, but that's what it did in Civ 5. And then I think it also, uh, this this is where I wouldn't give myself a point, but I think, like, it gives, I think it does more district bonuses, too. Like, I I think it has adjacency bonuses, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't, Mm. is that a thing in general? You don't have to tell me which Uh, one, but. It's not a thing. Ah, that stinks. That should be a thing. Um. I don't think I know the other one. It gives, f- okay. Uh, it provides defense for units on the tile. Mm-hmm. It provides extra gold. And later, it provides uh, culture and tourism. Ooh. Okay. And uh, it looks like we're going to run out of time here. I so think what so. So what we're going to do... Is we're just gonna f- we're just gonna finish off these last three, and then we're gonna call it a day. Speed round, maybe, lightning maybe round. We'll co- maybe we'll, maybe we'll come back to the hard ones at another episode. Let's save them. Yeah, let's save. Yeah, I'll save them. That way, I'll give you a chance to study. You know, learn the game. And- maybe once I actually put my hands on the controller <laughs> for the game, <laughs> then, then I will we'll, know yeah. things. Then we'll then we'll be all right. Okay, so uh, let's go to Congo. Oh yeah. What Least. is Congo's grit or civ ability? It's called Nikisi. N K I S I. Probably butcher that. Is this Nikisi. uh is this this is the one have that has to do with uh, the movement for their units? Is that what you're looking for? Mm-mm. Mm. That is the that is the uh unique unit. Oh, is it only one unit that gets their movement thing? I thought it was all units or it's, in uh, jungle tiles. I, it's very likely that I just don't know these, and I've like it's, uh, the Nagao Mabeba replaces the swordsman, does not require iron, and does not suffer movement or sight penalties in forest or jungle. Wait, defense against range attacks. Only that one unit gets that perk. Now I see why it's so low on the list of things we don't want to play. Uh, no, mm-hmm. actually, I thought that was all of their units, so that kind of mm-hmm. stinks. Uh, I don't want mm-hmm. to build in the middle of a jungle anymore if I only can play with my one unit. Um, Absolutely. 
uh, he gets some sort of, well, he can't have a, oh, he can't have a religion, but he gets the, all the religions that pass through him or something like that. Okay. That is the leader ability. Oh, so I'll give you half a point. Uh, what, I, what I was looking for is food? relics is relics. Okay. You're on the right track. I don't know. Yeah, oh, go for it. Tell me the relics, answer. relics, artifacts, and great works of sculpture. Provide food, gold, and production. Oh, fancy. Gain additional great artists and great merchant points per turn. I like that one. I so, I'll give, so I'll give you I'll give you half a point. We've got two more to go. Lightning I could round. play him. Yeah, go for it. Lightning <clears throat> round. So, Japan. Right? Go the for samurai. It. The samurai is a staple unit in every Civ game. What does it do? What's special about it? Uh, I think this one gets a bonus to fighting near coastal tiles this time around. I don't know if that's all. I think in the last game it got a bonus to like they always fought at maximum health or maximum strength, even if they were wounded. This one, I think, is the uh, they might actually have that wrapped into it, too. But I know it's a bonus next to water. OK, uh, I'll give you half a point. Here's OK, why. the samurai fight it are the only units that fight at full strength even when it takes damage mm -hmm. versus every unit in C5. Now, what you were talking about is called Divine Wind, which is the uh, the uh, leader ability. Ah. Land units receive plus five combat strength adjacent to coast. Naval units provide or receive plus five combat strength in shallow water tiles. I like this game a lot. I think it's definitely something we have to come back to once we play because... What I'm getting mm -hmm. here, and I really don't need to justify the fact that I know nothing about this game, but I, I'm realizing <laughs> that I'm tying from, because I think the only real info I have are like the, you know, the Civ pages that they put up and then like uh, those two minute videos. And I'm, I'm realizing that as we go through this, I'm baking everything into one, probably just because mm -hmm. of how it's like you get a minute and 30 seconds to learn that Civ. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll need to come back like week okay. two of the game or something. Week one, <clears throat> right? All right. Last one. Then we'll call. Then we'll call it a day, right? Or call it a night. Jeez. Uh, the French are led by Catherine de Medici, yeah. and their their civ ability is called Grand Tour. It provides twenty percent bonus production towards wonders, and tourism from wonders in any era is doubled. Now. The 20% bonus towards wonders is only applicable in three eras. Name um, all three. Name all three. Uh, well, I think one of them is probably the classical, the Renaissance, and is it medieval? It was Renaissance, industrial, and medieval. Um, excuse me, medieval, Renaissance, industrial. Okay, so no classical bonuses then. No classical bonuses. Two of the three. Two of the three. Um, I'll I'll give you credit. Who it's, gets it's, it's classical then? Is my question that I don't actually expect an answer to. But um, China, I, you just get the builder charges bonus, right? Is that only for a bit though? I thought I'm I'm a, now I am opening the wiki. Everyone, it's, uh, can, let's see. The game is over, and you got ten thousand points. Six out of ten points possibly got six. That is a an F. 
That is an F. Then again, that's our grading scale sucks. But anyway, yes, that is an F, everyone. I failed. So we'll we'll come back. And I am going to go commit seppuku, and I expect someone to take over this game. You talked about Samurais. I didn't bring it up. You did. Uh, Okay. Um. Jeez. Uh, that's going to be a long process, so you have time to find a new co-host for next week's episode of the show. Which, yeah, right. next week is the week before Civ launches, everyone. Tomorrow, uh, you actually have... People aren't probably going to get this episode until Saturday anyway, but that means, what, the next... It'll only be six... No, uh, it's it's two weeks away then. Dang it, I keep From- getting a week ahead. Yeah, with this this should go up on Saturday the eighth. Yeah, so it's um, um the fifteenth is the following. So two weeks from when you are hearing this, you will be playing Sif Six. And next time on the show, mm-hmm. I want to talk about, like we mentioned on the last episode, uh, ways that people like to get ready for these games. Cause I want to hear, and this is where we're gonna make it an open thing um to people out there. I want you to write in. Um, we have a very nice little submission form on our website. That's kyodumpsterstudios.com backslash civcast. You will get mm-hmm. all the links to the show. And we have a handy-dandy uh, submission form there where you can write in and tell us how, A, you're getting ready for the game's launch, meaning, like, do you have any fun traditions that you do ahead of time? People get creative with this stuff. Um, more creative than I. But uh, <laughs> meaning, like, you know, if a TV show's launching, hell, people will make, like, foods in that style and yeah, shape specific, and like like dips or yeah like tell me do, do you yeah. get that crazy here's something if you know someone that likes to cook and explore why don't you make like a try and make a dish from every sieve like is that a thing people do i want to know um mm. that's kind of a cool idea though now and if i was a good chef i would um actually like to do that uh but tell us, tell us, are you are you pre-ordering the game? Are you not? If you're pre-ordering, are you doing the physical edition? I was. I'm on the fence now. I might just do digital deluxe. Mike, did we talk about this? Did you? What did you do? I just did the standard pre-order, dude. Gotcha, gotcha. I just want that soundtrack. Uh, that song, keep the the yeah. trailer song, is stuck in my head from all the different sieves. Mm. It ran through my head yesterday when I was sitting at work, and there was no way to ease my pain because it's not out there that I could find easily. Mm. Interesting. So anyway, write in. Tell us your thoughts. If you're pre-ordering, if you're not, if you have a special ritual, we want to hear it. Um, I and, and the other thing I want to know, and you can do this throughout listening to our show. It doesn't have to be right now, but tell us what attracts you to Civ. We had some people, um, I think I put that out on our Twitter and I had some people write in some some good stuff so far. Um, one of our listeners was saying how they're really happy with all the big. They thought that there's um, Civ Six had a lot of big payoffs. Um, they were they thought sorry I'm wording this poorly. It's not in front of me, but they were saying that there was a lot of gambling going on in this game, and they think it paid off really well. They think that this stuff looks fantastic, and they're very excited about it. Um, and that listener, I believe, went by the name of Seamus, and he said that his Steam handle, if anyone wants to go add him, get a buddy, uh, is Lipstick Daddy on Steam, so go <laughs> add him. There you go. Shout out. By the way... That's, that's a pretty good name. It is, isn't it? Let, actually, let me let me double pull this up to make sure. I, I read that a minute ago, but I want to make sure. But, um, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, thank it's you different. for writing in, though. I, we really appreciate like people writing in or tweeting at us. Um, it's awesome. We love it. 
And um, while I'm pulling this up, I also want to give a shout out to the fact that we had our first five-star review, and that came from AOC33 on our Portuguese version of iTunes. So shout out to you, Portugal. You are... um, you're not you're in, represented in Civ Six, but you're represented in, in our hearts. hearts. Hey, that yeah. was great. That was great. Good job on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. So, hey, if you want to give us a five-star review, do that. We'll give you a shout-out on the show. It does mean a lot to us. It's really cool to get the feedback. Um, we had someone submit fan art last week. Super cool. Um, thank you, thank you for all of that. So, again, we are on Twitter. That is um, the Twitter thing is at Civ underscore cast. Uh, you can find our tweets there. I put stuff out. I try and keep it pretty active. Um, if you're someone that loves to tweet and stuff, give me a shout out because I'm looking for someone that might want to help uh, promote the show and stuff on there and you know just help get the word out. It's seemingly a lot of stuff to keep posting there. So I would love a helping hand that's you know as caring about Civ as we are. Um, again, a big shout out to our friends at the Civ Wiki for keeping our episode uh, summaries up there. They're doing a great job. They have us in their slider on their homepage, which um, makes my heart melt. I love it. Um, and they're also they've yeah they've done every episode of the show. They've done a little breakdown here where it says like at two minutes and forty five seconds, Kyle and Mike talked about random crap that they shouldn't have been talking about on the show because it was off topic. <laughs> no, they didn't say that. They were all complimentary. Um, but yeah, big shout out to everyone that's contributed. We really, really appreciate it. Sorry, this episode was a an oddity. You know, it's after work. It's after after hours. This is um, Civcast PM, and this is this is tired, Mike. And yeah, Kyle. yeah. You get to listen to me just ramble nonstop. So, Mike, any uh, parting words from you? Uh, I have an 8 a.m. class in six hours. Girl. And I would really like to go to bed. <laughs> really like to go to bed now, man. Now cry on the air. <laughs> Just do it. Just cry. Oh, no. Please. I am okay. Very, very tired. That's Kyle. fair enough. I think we can let him go. And uh, uh until next week, everyone. Just one more turn. You're listening to CivCast on the Kyle Dempster Studios Network. For more shows like this, visit kyledempsterstudios.com.